It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the championship Newcastle Natter. Hello, I am joined by Dave Watson. Not a summer signing. I'm back. You're back. Yeah. Sorry for missing the last one, but... Uh, so, yeah, we... So you sort, honestly... You, you sort of said you were, you were gone, but yeah. you're still here for a bit. I'm here for a bit. I, I leave London end of August, so I'm here for that. And then I'll probably be back down more often than not, to be honest. I like it here. Well, that's a shame. Um, <laughs> how's your time off been from the podcast? How's uh, your summer been, Dave? Uh, it's just been moving house and um, watching the worst Euro championships I've seen in in probably my life. It was terrible, terrible yeah. Euros. Yeah, the Euros was shit. And um, what about I just, you? I just got obsessed with the politics. You were like tweeting me things about football. Yeah. I was like, Dave, the world is ending. <laughs> it's all about news now. I totally forgot about football. Yeah. I was enjoying the cricket as well. I know, but... Because I... I'm more middle class than you. Yes. I do like the cricket. So... But this is what I picked. Once I tuned back in, ready for the new season, yeah. what I picked up was that inexplicably there's this enormous positivity yeah. in the air around a football team that's just been relegated. I think it's explicable. Right, okay. <laughs> there was a, a huge amount of positivity yes. about this uh, football club. And then on Friday night we played Fulham. At Craven Cottage. We were both there, Dave. Yeah, we were. Had a point beforehand. Very nice. You were sat in with the Newcastle fans. Yeah. Because of a cock-up by <laughs> Paul Doolan, in which he bought tickets for the Fulham-Cardiff game <laughs> by mistake. We ended up having to get tickets sitting with the Fulham fans. Do you worry about how he's going to be as a father, given that he can't get football tickets right? That was amazing. I now have, in my kitchen, two tickets to sit with the Cardiff fans <laughs> for uh, Fulham Cardiff in a couple of weeks' time. So I'm going to go. Yeah. But they're quite, they're quite scary, aren't they, Cardiff yeah, fans? Yeah, yeah, Well, Fulham fans are not scary, I can tell you. Sitting amongst the home fans, it was like being at a fucking regatta. 
<laughs> Dave, I'm not joking. Friday night game, yeah. like normal football clubs, an evening game, sometimes you'll get fans who've come straight from work and they're in a suit. That sure. is standard. Yeah, yeah, of course. But what they won't have is flourishes in their top pocket. Really? Like fucking han- handkerchiefs. <laughs> pocket squares and lots of Pocket squares, exactly. That's oh. the phrase. Jesus. It was like being at a regatta. Not so much in, in with the, the Newcastle fans. I imagine I, not. No, there were, there were more... Um, it was quite nice because I'm a, I'm a man without a lot of hair and it was nice to be amongst other men with no hair and big fat Geordies. It was, oh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back amongst my people. With your big fat Geordies? Big fat Geordies. Did you take I, your top off? No, 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 no. Do you ever take your top off at a match, Dave? No. no You've never no, no. done that? I haven't no, got, I haven't got the, the tattoos to really... To do yeah. it. Like the NUFC across my gut. I, haven't, I don't no. have that, no. But with the big men with their tops off in the Newcastle end, sometimes it can be like being at a Turkish bath. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, the football, the game. <sighs> yeah. To me, like, like I say, I got caught up a little bit in the positivity, although I think that positivity is a bit strange, and we'll talk about that in a minute. All right. But then it was, it, it was like watching a performance from... What January? Yeah, I, I I honestly thought it was it was very reminiscent of the the, the Villa game, where there wasn't like last season where um, there just wasn't any attacking impetus, there wasn't any control of the centre of the park. I don't think that we uh, but it just didn't create anything. I mean, we were playing with three defensive midfielders, you know, Anita, Colback, and Hayden. They were all so central that when whenever like Richie or um, or Jan Matt did make some attacking moves. We we only had like uh, like Perez and Gale. Gale was isolated for the entire game, and Perez had a shit game. We were just well. Gale were... was playing the Perez role, yeah, of the little guy having long balls knocked to him. I but I I honestly think that's a, that's a fault of um, the players rather than the. The, the tactics employed because I think because Rafa is God. No, 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 no. Oh, because the the like Jack Holback has the ability to to play like twenty thirty yard balls, but for whatever reason he like looked like he was completely lacking in confidence. He had an absolute stinker, and all like I can't remember him being on the ball at all, and like doing anything positive with it. And I think a lot of that is because they were sat so deep. They were like within ten yards of the def- like the two centre backs, and so because they're deep, uh, Richie's having to come and get the ball off them, or Perez is having to come the ball, or Gale is, and that's why we were. I mean, that's why we were just devoid of anything going forwards. I mean, I personally, as we did in the the, the preseason game against Vitesse Arnhem, I would have played uh, Anita at right back and Jan Matt on the right wing, because you know that you know he's going to run forward, you know he's going to gamble forward and Anita he's he's good enough to play right back in the in the championship well at times in a way worryingly like last season yeah yeah Matt was our biggest attacking threat yeah once again yeah uh, I think uh, just to did you did you because you were on the you were with the, the the home fans did you see much of Paul Dummett because uh we had the pleasure in the second half, we had the pleasure of him being close to our corner. Yes. <laughs> Did you? The guy just offers nothing going forward and isn't like a defensive rock. So we'll get onto it later, like transfers and stuff like that. But he was 
He's part of the reason that Richie was playing so central and wasn't getting chalk on his boots. He's also part of the reason that the the game was so like so deep in our own half. And it, I think the you play that team that that squad in a few months and they could win away somewhere because they'll just grind out a one nil win when a few players have got a bit more confidence. But domin has got to go. He's he's an absolute liability. I quite like Dummett, Dave. I do not want him to be our first choice left back. Okay. And I am really disappointed that once again we are playing a professional football match without a left back. How, how, what, is, what is it that means Newcastle can't sign left backs? Well, I'm confused because we've got Jesus Gámez. We signed him from Atletico Madrid for nothing. And he's... Um, He's a you know he, he's play he can play either side uh, at full back position. He's, he came with a decent you know he he was Atletico Madrid he was playing for them and we're playing Paul Dummett ahead of him. I can only assume it's a lack of fitness or it maybe might be a lack of fitness or it might be a sort of bedding him in. Maybe it's a I thought that Paul Dummett's a bit more experienced yeah, with maybe, yeah. uh, English football, English football yeah. and like. He's a championship type player, and he, you know, might have been the safer bet. Yeah, I suppose. But and he didn't, re- in terms of defensively, he didn't let us down on Friday night, did he? He, d- he didn't make any glaring errors. Um, uh, Hanley did. Um, Lascelles lost his man for for their goal. Um, uh, but apart from that, like, no, no, nobody was making big errors. But it's more that because of his limitations, he doesn't. He gets us in trouble, so he can't he can't like beat a man, and he can't he doesn't have the the passing range to to send Richie down the line or anything like that. And because he he's conservative, he'll always sit back, and that like just that pulls the the entire uh, our entire play ten yards further back. Well, I agree. I mean that although we did concede a goal that we shouldn't have conceded from a set piece once again. Yeah, I mean things do not change. It was, uh, what am I saying? I'm saying that the most, and I don't know if it's time to start using the word worrying. It's only the first fucking game. Yeah. But the most uh, worrying thing was our attacking play. The thing that was most lacking. Yeah. We didn't seem to have a lot of creativity going on. No. We had some new signings playing. Yeah. So let's talk through the new signings. Okay. So, uh, Isaac Hayden. Yes. Can I like you go for like what did you take away from Isaac Hayden? Because I had a, a like a, a disagreement with uh, one of my mates after the match. What did you? Right. I've, these are my opinions on Isaac Hayden. Go. Thus far, at mm-hmm. this, one game. Yeah. After one game, I had never heard of Isaac Hayden. Sure. I don't think that makes me a football ignoramus. No. But what I did notice over summer on Twitter was a lot of people going on about how great Isaac Hayden was and like, well, now we've got Isaac Hayden, he'll be there and there. And I do think there's this thing in football, and we'll talk about this, in the summer transfer window, and I remember talking about it last season as well, yeah. where people, players who they've never seen play, people put on them what they want them to be. Yeah. A little bit like what people are doing with the leader of the Labour Party at the moment, though. <laughs> People, people, no, I will stay off politics for the whole 
of this season. But people make them out to be what they wished they would be. Yeah, because a lot... And there's nothing to say that Isaac Hayden can't be great, but I was... Yeah. And I'm not articulating this that well, but I, I'm just saying I know, that I know people you... haven't actually seen him play. I can now say that I have seen him play mm-hmm. from a not particularly good vantage point. Thanks, Paul Doolin. <laughs> but there were a couple of moments when I said, I said to Paul, that was Hayden, wasn't it? Was that Hayden? Mm. That was a bit nice. I thought you could see that he had some quality. Okay. He, there was just a couple of moments in the game where the ball came to him in the centre of the park and he seemed to have quite a lot of space around him. Yes. He could turn and play a pass. And I thought, oh, that's tidy. Mm-hmm. Now, and you know, they're a bit of class. And I'll tell you, another footballer who, who came on as a sub for Fulham, although he's clearly uh, getting on, I was reminded how much I like Scott Parker. Okay, yeah, I can see. In that, I'm not saying that no, they're no, 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 no. Yeah, exactly the same, but that sort of that midfielder who you can see when they're on the ball, although they're not necessarily doing anything special, just in them receiving the ball and playing it to someone else, there's like, oh, there's a bit of class there. Yeah. Now, yeah. So just a couple of moments in the game, I thought Hayden looked like he had something. Cool. So and I'm sure he does. Because Rafa signed him. The um the the conversation I was having with him, he he was saying that he doesn't do anything with the ball. He doesn't create anything. He doesn't blah blah blah. And I was saying, well, that's not really Hayden's job. Hayden was bought as like a replacement for well, not a replacement, but like for Tiote. Basically, he'll do that role that Tiote used to do, where he'll he'll get the ball and he'll sh- like just a, a short pass, ten yards, and he'll be, have a little bit more, like you're saying, a bit more. Um, He's tidier than Colback and Anita, and he's better in the tackle. And I think uh, he, he takes up good positions, like you say. I think a lot of the people who make, this, make uh, judgment calls on uh, footballers in the, the off-season, they've seen like, YouTube clips of them. And YouTube clips are only ever highlights. They never show you that they go missing in a game like it's uh, Shelby footballers. It's like fucking like every... every... Emmanuel Rivière's YouTube compilation <laughs> is great. Yeah. Because it's all goals. And, but, but it's the 11 goals he scored in his whole career or whatever from it is. three different <laughs> angles with a, you know, yeah. electro house beat over the top. And wingers always look great on YouTube videos. Because they're always videos. skinning people. Yeah. Um, so Hayden, I thought, had a... I thought had a... He was probably the, probably the best player on, on, like, on the park in terms of performance. And I think him and Richie share that. So that's another new signing that we picked up. Richie, I thought, again, I mean, obviously I know he's got, he had a good season in the Premiership and a lot of people are surprised that he went down to the Championship, I being one. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's clear that he's got a nice touch, but he didn't get into the game as much as I would have liked on Friday night and hopefully that will change. Yeah. Uh, Who else was a new signing? Grant Hanley didn't have a great game. No, no, I don't think he did. I think uh, there was... There was a point where he, the, the tackle that he put in all... Like it, it wasn't a penalty, but it's the kind of thing where if he'd mistimed it a little more than he already did, it's a penalty, and it was risky. And I said to, I said to a mate before, like, if you can find a, a bookie that'll take the, take the odds, that guy will give away five penalties this year. Right. If, he, if he's played frequently, that man will give away, because he's just a bit rash, and he's, a big, he, he's just a big lumbering championship defender and we bought him to so that when we come up against your Matt Smiths of Fulham like a big strong center forward 
we don't get bullied. Like Chancellor Mbemba might have got bullied by um, Matt Smith. Wouldn't you say that Chancellor Mbemba would beat Grant Hanley in a fight? Isn't he stronger than him? Not really. Like Grant Hanley's a, a, an absolute monster. Like he's huge. He's, he's, um, he, I think he's about as tall as Lasell, but he's bulkier. Um, I don't think he's a, a stranger to a pie. Right. Um, yeah. So, like, Mbemba, Mbemba's a big... Um, he's an athlete, but he's classier, and I think, I think the first-choice centre-half partnership should be um, Lasell and uh, um, uh, Mbemba. Sorry, there's a phone going off Sorry somewhere. for the phone <laughs> ringing. We, yeah. t- we appear to be recording in an estate agent's office. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, so Hanley didn't have a great game, but he'll have better games. And I think, again, if, if we've got a, a midfield in front of him who gets the ball and uses it a bit better, then he'll be under less pressure. And Sure. Yeah. But he's probably not first-choice centre-back. No, no, no. But no, as we know with Newcastle, that doesn't mean you won't get to play 30 games <laughs> a season because of injuries. Sells. Uh, New keeper was fine. Looked yeah. like he could take a cross. Yeah. Do you think he'll be first choice? I think I think he'll be first choice um, until until Kroll comes back from injury. Um, then it'll be then then then, then there's competition. Um, I think, honest to God, if Kroll was fit, he would have been sold uh, this summer. I, I believe that. Um, I think Elliot's good enough for the championship. Darlow. I don't know. I haven't seen anything of Darlow to be blown away by his how, how good he is. So yeah, I think like Sells will be first choice. Well, whatever it is, we've got a shitload of keepers now. Yeah, we've we got do, we do. four first team keepers, yep. uh, and then obviously Dwight Gale. Dwight Gale is that the only other game? new signing? I felt like there was someone else who's, but no, you're right. I think Dwight Gale didn't have a good game. No. Oh. Didn't necessarily do anything wrong. Just he was so isolated. Was, I, remember, you remember last season when Mitrovic was isolated and he was like he looked a bit stroppy. I thought the same with Dwight Gale. Like he wasn't getting the ball, and um, the balls that were going to him, he's like like you're saying, he's like five foot nothing, and he's having to go up against big lumbering centre halves, like championship centre halves who are used to throwing elbows and throwing their hips into people and stuff. He, he was getting, he was hardly getting a sniff. Now. I was thinking that, and I think a lot of people were thinking that a player that we were missing on Friday night was Mitrovic. But two things to say about that. One, do we think that Mitrovic will be playing, will be starting regularly with Dwight Gale? And two, do we think Mitrovic is going to stay? Because there is talk of him going. Yeah, that was in, I saw that in the mirror, like, which... A lot of people were saying, well, it was in the Mirror who are Newcastle's preferred media partner. But this is the Mirror that also said that we'd signed um, Austin, Charlie Austin. Well, every paper gets things wrong sometimes and gets them right sometimes. But it's obviously, I would have thought that there's a possibility that Mitra could still go. He could, but I I don't think there's there's much reason for him to go. Like, there's not, like, he's... He didn't do enough in the the Premier League to to have loads of suitors. And he didn't have... um, he, he's not. He doesn't need to go now. He can. He can have a season in the championship, and he'd be. Uh, he'd be fine with that. So I think he'll stay, uh, and I think that. Um, I think he'll start. I think he'll be our first choice striker. I think we need to buy another big centre forward, 
so that if Mitrovic isn't playing, we're not playing up front with two diminutive strikers. I think we need to go off and sign, I don't know, some, big, some, some other big lump. We've got Riviere, Dave. He's still on our books. Yeah, I mean, technically he's a footballer, but yeah. that's stretching it a bit. Yeah. I think, to be it's honest... It's time for him to get his HGV truck driver's license <laughs> in it, really. <laughs> he's, oh, Jesus, Emmanuel Riviere. And we've still got CMD Young, we've still got um, uh, Goufran. To be honest, Goufran would have been a better choice at, uh, on the wing than Vernon Anita. I agree, and I, don't, I, think, I think Vernon Anita... I think Rafa quite likes Anita. I agree. And I think he might play in the middle... Yeah. quite a lot and I don't have a problem with that uh, but uh, yeah I agree that it would have been nice to have someone better on the other wing on Friday night and I was crying for uh, Aaron's to come on and he did and it didn't really happen for him no 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 but then again like we'll come up against this quite a lot that um, Fulham set up to to like be solid and not give away a lot of possession. They, they they very much played like the away team. You know, they they just looked to hit us on the counter and they weren't very adventurous at all. And we we played like the away team where I think, honestly, we're, we're a good enough side in terms of the personnel that we have available that we can play on the front foot in most games, home or away. As we did under Hewton, we played as the, as the dominant... Like, we were pushing the team back, we were that that's how we should play. And well, I think we once get... we've got our first team, like including Diarmi and Mitrovic and hopefully a new left back and hopefully a new winger, that that we'll do that and we will I hope so, Dave. I mean we we did if you look at the stats, I think we did um have most of the possession. Yeah. But I wouldn't say we dominated it at all. I think we at best we deserved a draw. Obviously there was at least one definite penalty, possibly God, yeah. two. I would say the first one's a definite one. A hundred percent. And I, I, second one, maybe not. Yeah, but then if if it comes to that and you're saying, well, we, we should have got a penalty to get a draw away at Fulham, a club like a club like Newcastle United who are going for the the championship title, we've got to be doing better than that. Yeah, it's but fine. it's yeah. we've got to, we've got to be. We cannot panic after one loss in the Championship, because the last time we were down in the Championship, the first game of the season was West Brom. We drew that, and then we went on a, you know, a great run, and we, we, we stormed the league Absolutely. There, so like, let's not... Not a time to panic no. at all. However, <laughs> I do think it's a little bit of a, of a wake-up call. For so, yeah. the Lascelles was saying it was a bit of a... And Rafa both said it was a bit of a wake-up call mm. for the team yeah, and I think it might have been a little bit of a wake up call for the fans as well because yeah I'm, I'm not you know I was seeing a lot of we're not going to lose a game we're not going to lose a game like <laughs> well <laughs> no, that's we good, have yeah. now so yeah, yeah well at least that's gone that's gone well we'll be f- like honestly I'll ask I, now I, I, I'll, sorry, I'll ask now Dave yes do you think we'll what position do you think we're going to finish at the end of the season? First. You think first? Yeah. Yeah. I reckon second. Yeah. Just because yeah. we lost. Because <laughs> you can lose the just, but, but like, You look at our team, genuinely. You look at, look at the, the squad that we've built. We have 
by far the best the best squad. I in completely the agree, but yeah. I was seeing. I felt like I saw some of the problems from last season. Yeah, I think last season, if you look at the squad, mm. we were not a squad that would go down, but yeah. the balance wasn't quite right. And I felt like on Friday night, we were still missing leaders on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Now, LaSalle, and this is not a criticism of him, is very good at the post-match. Yeah. We need to... Book our uh, ideas book up. Book our ideas up, up yeah. interview. And uh, I'm sure he's a good leader at the back on the pitch, or will be. Yeah. And I'm um, very pleased he's got the captain. Mm-hmm. Armband. Well done, Jamal. But it felt like we're still missing sort of senior pros. Taking the game by the scruffle. Taking the, the game by the scruffle. That's it. something that you wanted from, because uh, in the centre of the park you had Colback and Hayden. Well, Hayden's a kid, so he's not going to take the game by the scruff of the neck in the same way as someone like Jack Colback should. Jack Colback is a bottom half of the Premier League, top half the Championship player. He should, in that team have the confidence to take but he, he just doesn't didn't. have that character does he doesn't and, and i tell you who's meant to have that character or you want him to have that character and I kept on asking I kept on wanting him to come on hmm. was John Joe Shelby and he had a nightmare he was he's terrible and and it's that thing where there's so many parts that of the the the, the tactic well not the tactics the players that uh, Rafa used that um limited the other players that we had so didn't get anything from Gale because he wasn't getting any support. We didn't get anything from Perez because he was coming too deep. And he's not going to beat four or five players or, you know, he's not going to cruise through them. We didn't get anything. We didn't get loads from Richie because Domit was leaving him, like, uh, isolated and he wasn't supporting him properly. I think if we get the left back on, we'll see more from Richie. And if we see more from Richie, we'll see more from Gale and Perez. If we're playing with a, a proper winger instead of Vernon and Anita, we'll see more from that. And also, if we've got. Uh, players making forward runs, like the the two new players that I want, plus Richie and Yanmat. I think we'd see more from Shelby because he'd see gaps that he'd be able to pass the ball into. I, th- I think we're a couple of first team players away from a, like uh, a, a, a squad that's ticking over. And I think when Diami and Mitrovic come back, I think we'll see another like another gear that we just didn't show on yeah. against Fulham. Yeah, I hope so. I mean. Shelby seems to have a terrible attitude to me. I don't think Rafa likes him. If you look at his like downfall mm-hmm. the last six months or whatever. With Shelby. Yeah, I mean, yeah. six months ago, he it, was being was... talked about going to the Euros, yeah. and now he's on the bench away at Fulham in the Championship. And when he came on, he, was, he kept on losing the ball and blaming everyone else. Mm. He's... He's really petulant. He is, yeah. And it's not. It's not. And like, he's got a reputation, hasn't he? For yeah. In, well, the Swansea fans. The I mean, been very you difficult. can always tell if you've got if you've stolen a real, like, a real gem from the from the opposition when if if they kick off when he when he goes. But Swansea fans weren't that bothered that he'd left them, and I, I think that's that's really telling. I I had high hopes for Shelby because he could have been the one to stretch. Well, that was that debut. That debut against yeah. West Ham, wasn't it? And that, yeah. And then I, I think he's going to lose his place to to Diarmi, and I think he's going to find it very hard to get it back because well, what he's I've, already lost his place. He's already yeah, make he's lost it to Colback. Yeah, yeah. But um, I mean that like Diarmi's going to be the creative thing, and the thing that we've heard from the whole 
fans is that even if he doesn't contribute attacking, the army is full of energy and he'll work damn hard for the, for the team. And I think that in front of Hayden, who is the, the more um, like considered defensive player, that, that'll give the army license to attack, but he'll also help out in the graft. And I'm looking forward to seeing him play because he should be playing against Huddersfield, which is our next game at St. James's Park. Um, so it should be the army. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, like some change put on the right-hand side, even if it's mo- just moving Richie over to the right-hand side. Do you know who we really could have done with on the right-hand side on Friday night? Musa Sissoko. Musa Sissoko. Musa yeah. Sissoko from the final of the Euros. Yeah. That Musa Sissoko. <laughs> Sissoko from the Euros on Friday night. Oh, bombing down have, the right would have been amazing. I would love to see Lissoko, Sissoko tear up the championship. But he clearly does not want to. He, didn't, he wasn't interested in tearing up the bottom half of the Premier League. No, unless it was, yeah. It was, the thing is, he's not gone yet. No, he hasn't, <laughs> which is hilarious. And if he, because they're saying that, like, he's, he's saying that the club's waiting for a, like a, a reasonable, reasonable bid for him. And the, like, the, the figure's being touted at like 35 million. He, I'd be amazed if he went for more than 30. I'd, I'd expect him to go for like 20, 25, especially. But the, the, the rumour is that uh, Juventus were waiting for Pogba to go, and then Juventus will make a bid for Sissoko. And if Juventus. Right. So, if he goes 25 million or go in our back pocket and stuff, and then maybe we'll move for, for new players. I mean, we're talking about uh, Brendan Galloway of, um, uh, of Everton, Everton yeah. at, at left back. And uh, there's... Uh, but that was talked about with Mitrovic going the other way, wasn't it? That was... Like, I, I, I don't think that story's I could see got them any want, water. You couldn't see them selling Lukaku and... Wanting and get, Mitrovic. I mean, it's as, it's it's, as shit a deal as losing Pogba and getting Sissoko. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, possible, but I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that they would... Um, I don't think they would, no. I, th- I think, honestly, I, I, don't, I don't think Mitrovic is going anywhere. And I think we could get Galloway on loan because I can see that happening. I just I can't see us... I can't see us, like... Like going through the entire season with Paul fucking Domit do you as think our first choice. Do you think back. it's possible we could see Sissoko away at Burton Albion? Uh, I, I think it's possible that we could see him um, on the bench. I'm just like wondering if, yeah. if we could Would see him being, being. If we don't get the bid for him, yeah, he'll stay and he'll sulk and he'll not do. He, he'll not put himself in the the. Uh, in the, the first team by effort, he might be he might be forced into the first team through injuries and all the rest of it. But he he'll be quite happy just to sit on the sit on the training ground and with his fat bottom lip out like a child. Do you know what I find quite funny when people talk about the championship when they talk about certain players and they're like, are they up for it? You know, for a cold Tuesday night and whatever. <laughs> they always talk about how cold it is, like in the championship. The temperature is colder. <laughs> it's like you're still <laughs> you're still in the same country, the same cities. Yeah, but I apparently don't... it's colder. The temperature is colder in the championship. <sighs> Cold night on Burton Albion. It it will be it'll be the same as it was in the bottom half of the Premier League. If he can be bothered, he'll absolutely dominate whatever team's in front of him. But maybe he'll have fun. I mean, <laughs> I, I think realistically we're going to sell him. Yeah, but it would be maybe he'll suddenly go. This is amazing. I'm getting two goals a game. This is hilarious. No, it won't be. He'll go. He'll go. 
So uh, we haven't got that long to go. So other signings: Kieran Clark. Yeah, we'll he, he was bought as a, as a utility player. You remember when we signed um, James Perch for a million quid just to give us like support, like cover yeah. all over the place? I think it's the same as that. And five million people were surprised at how much we spent, but then five million quid. Um, cut through all the bureaucratic bullshit that we'd have to go through with a with a championship rival. Um, we could just activate his release clause, five million quid. They have to accept it, so we can just go straight and have a contract talk with him. And given the amount of money that we've recouped by selling Wijnaldum, Cisse, oh yeah, cetera, we're still cetera, in uh, we're in net profit on uh, yeah. summer transfers. So like it's it's money that we can spend. Okay, well, hopefully, he seems to be part of the project which Rafa has basically explicitly said he's doing, which is trying to sign a lot more English players. Yeah. And as we all know from the Euros, that's not necessarily where the quality is. <laughs> but all hopefully, the effort. Oh, but hopefully in the Championship, it's where the, the guile is. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, what else? Any other signings or potential? Who do you think we need to sign exactly? What positions do we need to fill? You reckon we need another big striker, assuming we, if we lost Mitrovic? No, just keep. Even if we keep Mitrovic, I think we need a, another big striker so that we've got um, options. Okay. And cover if he's not there, because if he's not there, we've got two dwarfs. And assuming we lose Sissoko, uh, I want a. We, we want a, a winger. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to say, again, even if he stays, I'd want to see us pick up another right winger. Well, we need a, a replacement for Andros Townsend. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we could do with a winger. And a left-back. And a left-back. I think, I think but, honest you know, to God, left-back's the absolute priority. But as you know, Dave, Newcastle United doesn't no. buy left-backs. Can't do it. We don't like them. No. Now, uh, there's something that we're doing this season called... Now, I've just got to get this right. It's going to be difficult. There's something we're doing called Fan Duel. And uh, it's, it's like, I'm trying to understand it, right? I'm excited about it. I'm going to do it. It's a, it's a bit like fantasy football. Yeah. And you, except it, you go week by week. Yes. Now, this is for the Premier League. Yes. Which means now that we're out of that, we can have a neutral... Objective. Objective opinion on what we've... So that will hopefully give us an advantage. <laughs> but you do things like you pay for the opening day of the Premier League, you can enter for two quid and out of like you can win two hundred quid and then there's lots of other prizes. So yeah. it's it's basically gambling but with fantasy football week by week. Yeah. So you basically you draft your team for, for each fixture, um like yeah, and yeah. you can like dip in and out, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it seems like fun. So I'm going to do it. And we've set something up, or the, the people who organise this podcast have set something up for us. So if you use the promo code Toonami, uh, mm. then you'll, you can, you'll still have to pay, but you'll see us. I'm, I'm down as Natta Fergus. I'm down as Natta Dave. I think you'll find... I think we'll be in the same group or something so we can compete against you. Or if you don't give a shit about us, just play the game. Yeah. But also, if you put in Toonami, then that's a way of saying that you listen to the podcast and it'll somehow, a percentage of that £2 or whatever, yeah. will go towards 
paying for this. This. Yeah. So, you know, I don't hold hold out that much hope for this buying us our second home in the, in Tuscany, Dave. But <sighs> um, it seems like worth doing. So, fan duel, as in F A N D U E L. Just Google it <laughs> and uh, get on it. Next game is against Huddersfield at home. Yes. On Saturday, 3 o'clock kickoff. This is the big question I want to know is, are we going to be able to see it, Dave, being exiles who don't live in Newcastle? Uh, are we going to be able to get a stream for the 3 o'clock kickoffs? Uh, there are going to be streams available, but they're not going to be super reliable, I'm afraid. I think the best, I think B in sports or, you know, B-E-I-N sports, mm. I think abroad they've got the best coverage um, of the championship games, I think. So if you can get a, a, a stream for that, that's that's the way to watch the three o'clock kickoffs. But then... Which is technically illegal, I think. I don't know. But it's fine. We're being honest. I don't think. Well, most of our listeners are abroad, so... Um, yeah, watch away. Yeah. Crack on. So hopefully we'll get to see that game. I mean, it could make for some interesting podcasts. <laughs> I saw the goals on Channel 5. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm going to be... I'm going to be up in the north, so I'm going to be able to go to more home games than I was able to last season. Brilliant. Because there's only a couple of, um, you know, it's only a couple of hours on, on the train. And there's quite a few away teams easily accessible from, from yeah. where I'm going to be I think staying. it's going to be harder to get away tickets, though, than normal. Yeah, I've got mates who've got, who can get you me like can a get spare. In. Yeah, yeah nice. I was a guy, what, was a guy. Um, nice. It's going to be impossible to get games uh, tickets for things like Burton Albion, where there'll only be 700, and it'll be you need 150 loyalty points. So yeah. probably not get to that one. Yeah, but like the home games, yeah, I'll probably be able to get to a few of those. It's looking like a sellout for uh, Huddersfield. Uh, there's 35,000 wow. season tickets sold, and uh, the the Huddersfield fans have taken their full allocation. So it could be a it could be a fifty one and a bit thousand. It is absolutely mental the positivity. <laughs> We've just been relegated, but it's more po- positive now than it's been since Bobby Robson. Yeah. It's absolutely, absolutely mental. But you know long may it continue. I hope that we've got something genuine to cheer about. I think we will. As time goes on. I'm sure we'll have some fun. Huddersfield at home I will be the first to admit that I don't know a lot about most of the championship teams. Cool. So in my head, I'm like, well, we're better than Huddersfield. <laughs> are we, Dave? We are, but they've brought in a new German manager, and uh, I hate to get all f- hip, um, football hipster on you, but he's a manager that does a similar style of football to Klopp. It's called Gegenpressing. Pressing. It's basically like a high-intensity pressing game. And then they back off after six seconds. It's it's yeah. He's also they brought in loads of like four new German players, and they brought in like five or six like um, English players who've got a lot of a uh, lot of energy and stuff like that. So I'm anticipating they're going to work really hard. They won the last game, um, but I still think we're just too good for them, and I think we'll we'll win two one. I hope so, mate. Yeah. I hope so. I'll go along with that. I'll say two one as well. What's your percentage on us going down? Oh yeah, let's do that. Well, we should do percentage on us going up, right? <laughs> Let's do percentage on us going up. Okay. My percentage on us going down is 2%. Yeah. yeah I'm now, actually, realistically, it's like 5%. Five. Yeah. Yeah. My percentage on us going up is just going up. It's 80%. Okay, I'm at 90. Just going up. Yeah, yeah. 90%. 
Okay. I think, I think they're both quite high <laughs> predictions, but we'll see. Yeah. So thank you very much for joining us again for the 2016-17 season. The natter continues. The club may be dying season by season, <laughs> but the natter continues. Dave, great to have you back. Great to hear that you're still going to be around regularly for at least the next couple of weeks. Yeah, looking forward to him. And um, you, you just said looking forward to him? Them. Them. Yeah. I was Great, okay. Sorry. That's good. Uh, thank you very much. Goodbye. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.